is it? How do you pronounce it? John Mir. Mir? Mir? Mm-hmm. Yeah, John Mir. John Mir. <laughs> He's like really good at guitar. <laughs> yeah. My brother really liked him. And kind of by default, okay. I liked him at that point. I don't like him anymore. He's the lesser of the Johns. John Here's... Bunch? Mm. <laughs> oh. Hey, welcome to Snackdown. I'm Justin. This is Andy. And we have a special guest today, finally on the pod. <laughs> it's uh, my brother. Hello, this is Brian. Brian. Hello, this is Brian. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I hello, know. I hello, feel like, hello. I feel like you like hit the button at someone's like apartment complex. <laughs> <laughs> hello. You, you like introduce yourself like that. Yeah. Should on I change intercom? It? Yeah, I mean, if you want, if you want to change it. This like, is Tito. <laughs> I mean, no, no, no. You don't. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> so we finally got my brother on. Yeah. And uh, I was like, we joke a lot about him drinking Cheetos and Cran. Wow, I can't talk. Cheetos? <laughs> Cheetos <laughs> and Cran. <laughs> we joke a lot about him drinking Cheetos and Cran, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't think he really drinks it as much as I say. I don't even think I said he drinks it a lot. It just became a, uh, a running thing. It's definitely inflated. Is it? So, But he does, like a, he does enjoy a Cheetos and Cran, I think. Well, I can tell you this: the origin... Yeah, tell us the origin it's, uh, of Tito or... Yeah, no, okay. no, I don't know the origin of Tito. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so the origin of the story is my friend and I, a coworker of mine, we would go out for drinks afterwards and uh, just order cheap beer, you know, to drink in mass quantities. Yeah, yeah. But after a while, you get that rock gut feeling in your stomach. And then um, he was always like, well, we'll just switch to Tito's and Cran. I was like, what is that? So we we would switch every now and then to that every once in a while. So those were like the two base drinks that we would get at the bar. So you'd switch to a Tito's and Cran to kind of cool off. Yeah, <laughs> basically <laughs> vodka to hydrate. Of, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's tasty. It's your though. vitamin C and uh, like Tito's is pretty. It's not the lowest shelf. It's not plastic, no. but I think t- a Tito's and Cran is a pretty. It's not a classy enough cocktail that's going to like empty out your wallet. You know what I mean? But it's still like yeah. pretty tasty. Cranberry juice I, in general is pretty tasty, actually. You guys come from a pro-cranberry family. It's true. Sugared yeah. cranberries on Christmas. Mm. <laughs> so I, yeah. because, Brian, because Brian's on the pod, we did do some Tito's and Cran. I tried to ask Alexa how to make a Tito's and Cran, and she started telling me how to make crayons out of beeswax. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. um, so I just kind of made it up myself. I did an ounce and a half of vodka, and then I kind of filled up. There's probably like maybe four or five ounces of cranberry. What do you think? It seems welcoming. You know what I mean? Seems like a refreshing break from <laughs> from Lots a rock cut yeah. beer. I would say if Justin was a bartender, he would have been generous on the vodka because the average Tito's and Cran I get is definitely more Cran, even though Tito's vodka is not the most expensive. Hmm. So you think they? But I don't really taste. I don't taste much of the vodka in this. Do you? Like it's very cranberry. It's, yeah. It's the problem. Like it's when you're making a, <laughs> when you're making say a white Russian, mm-hmm. there's two ounces of vodka, one ounce of Kahlua. Whereas a vodka and cranberry, same with like a Paloma, something like that, where you're mm-hmm. pulling in juice. Usually it's like an ounce or two ounces, and then fill the glass. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So usually the taste that comes out is not the alcoholic base. So I don't taste a lot of the vodka in this. I think cranberry too is a f- strong mm-hmm. fruit. So it, it's more of the uh, fruit that you're tasting. Unless you do like a half and half. I was going like to do a little a, less cranberry. Like kind of do that. Like an ounce and a half and three ounces. Well, I this wouldn't really good. measure. Honestly, this is like... So how does this compare to the ones you had at the bar? Well, like I said, I think it was... It depends on where you go. Um, I did have one in Vegas, <laughs> which I thought, you know, oh, maybe I will uh, will try this out because of the uh, the name that you guys have, 
have instilled in me, which I think I sent you a picture of. You did, yeah. Um, but I went with a bunch of coworkers, and they got Tito's and water. Yeah. Yeah, which didn't make any sense to me. Or vodka and water. Was and it, was like, like, tonic or, like... they they? That's what they said was... So it's kind of like a scotch and soda water. or... Uh, Were they just like, it's hydrating. <laughs> I asked Do for the cranberry. Do any listen to the podcast? Or? It wasn't like Tito's yeah. and tap water, though, right? <laughs> so we can speak for you. No, I don't think so. Like, <laughs> Tito's <laughs> and tap? <laughs> Give me the Tito's and tap. The more chlorinated, the better. <laughs> yeah. Lukewarm, please. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that sounds just foul. Yeah, it's gross. It's probably like sparkling water or like a club yeah. soda type type thing. Yeah, so we got the Tito's and Cran, and uh, we did that just because <laughs> Brian was on it, and I feel like if you're actually a long-time listener, if Brian came on and we didn't do the Tito's and Cran, uh, it would be kind of disappointing. There would be a lot of questions. Yeah. So we did a little bit of Tito's and Cran, and we're going to do a little bit of, we're going to take a break, and we're going to do another drink later using cranberry juice, and it'll be quite delicious. Is uh-huh. it a mystery? Yeah, they don't know what it is yet, and I think I'll uh, dangle it over them. <laughs> <laughs> Here, listener, listener. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, because Brian was coming on, I decided to pull out some popcorn. And so, <laughs> popcorn is like a very Wisman thing. Like, like our, you know, your body's made up of like seventy percent water, and then there's blood. There's a little bit of popcorn in in our in like the Wisman blood. In your blood. Mm-hmm. That's probably pretty dangerous. Yeah. Uh, let me let me just say that uh, you know I should have taken a video of it of you tossing the popcorn. <laughs> It it was like um I don't know like if you see someone like making like fried rice or some other sort of like dish in the culinary mm-hmm. world I mean just kind of that like wave like flipping up over the pan and the wave crashing just ever so delicately and yeah. um you did that with freaking popcorn with yeah. a big bowl of popcorn I was gonna say the bowl also why takes do you have a count? bowl this big <laughs> because it has to be that big for popcorn so here's a great story so <laughs> no, back, some backstory <laughs> so the reasoning everyone. It. If you're a Wisman, like, you love popcorn. And I specifically remember this time where my grandma on the Wisman side came to visit us. And, like, as soon as she got to her house, she, like, looked for popcorn in our cupboard. And we were, like, out. And she's like, what? And that night we went out and got popcorn because, like, there wasn't popcorn in the house. Is your family from the Midwest? Or no? Like, Illinois? They originated in Massachusetts and Boston area. But then they migrated out to Iowa. That is corn country. Yep. I think I found the origin. Yeah. Do you think that's why? It I mean, like, be. you just run out of like, like we got cornbread. Well, we it's got a staple. Popcorn, yeah. We got, yeah, popcorn, cornbread, yeah. corn on the cob. Yep. What else? Uh, cornbread, corn, cornbread casserole, or corn. I, moonshine. You know, I don't moonshine. think <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the next, you could step, make vodka. I'm not sure how much of our family strings popcorn though on the Christmas tree. That might yeah, be the next step because because it would be no. eaten though. If it was, if there was popcorn, string. that's true. <laughs> that's, that's true. true. Yeah. It would just be string. Do you guys ever do like a cranberry string? No. Huh. Cranberry string? Yeah. I don't put food on my cranberry. tree. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, anyways, we grow up Sorry. kind of learning how to make popcorn. In, uh, <laughs> what the like, F? <laughs> like, we, uh, you know, you learn to shave, you learn to drive a car, and you learn how to flip popcorn in a large bowl. <laughs> Your dad's just like, Whoa, easy, son. <laughs> All right. Take it here. I got it from here. We'll try again next time. Like, <laughs> Let's try with 15 kernels. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't like yeah. that uh, residual kernel to popcorn uh, ratio. <laughs> yeah, so let's try some of this homemade popcorn that I made. Okay. It's good popcorn. What do I call it? Craft popcorn. <laughs> so I know lots of people that 
a lot of their own, only experience with popcorn is microwave popcorn uh-huh. and then movie theater popcorn. And so they told me, eh, I'm not like that. I'm not a big popcorn person. And I'll be at a party or something and I brought popcorn and they'll just <laughs> devour it. They're like, what is this? Like, <laughs> we had like a big Thanksgiving party once and I brought a big bowl of popcorn. <laughs> Hold on. You just bring already popped corn to a <laughs> yeah, party. Yeah, like in this bowl. You know, put a little saran wrap <laughs> over it. <laughs> That's a huge bowl. It's giant. It's pretty standard, actually, it is. for popcorn. It is the diameter of my forearm. Yeah, and I filled that and eaten it by myself. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. to the top. Uh-huh. I feel horrible after. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So here's something Sometimes I've I eat so much popcorn that my mouth hurts, like, from chewing the jaw. You ever mm. get that? That's no. called Pop- TMJ. Popcorn jaw? Yeah. <laughs> Pop jaw? Remember? <laughs> Didn't oh, yeah. you just, like, lock your jaw? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Well, this is healthy for it. So what are you saying, Brian? Something that I've noticed in my years of eating <laughs> the sacred kernel. Um, <laughs> so I've noticed that there are some people that eat popcorn one kernel at a time or a handful. Two, three, maybe four. I'm a two or three. I'm a two or three guy. Yeah. Me too. I think my wife ho- is one at a time. Therefore, when I go to grab a she handful. Gets five. Yeah, and I get the rest of the bowl. Mm-hmm. But I also drop a lot. You drop a lot from from doing like a, a shovelful, right? So if I went for one <laughs> kernel at a time, I don't know. It's just really good, and I just can't. So I think when you're making homemade popcorn, the butter and the salt aren't evenly distributed throughout the entire mix. So Which when you're makes gra- it exciting. But when you're when you grab two or three, it kind of like evens makes a total yeah. taste. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you grab one, you're like, oh, this one didn't have a lot of salt on it, or this one didn't have a lot of mm-hmm. butter. But if you're grabbing a couple at a time, you're getting a, a a median butter experience? Yeah. yeah. So is this unsalted butter? Unsalted butter, but then it's salted. Heavily salted. Okay, so <laughs> the next thing we're going to do is, Andy, why don't you explain this, Andy? Andy was popping popcorn <laughs> in a very odd way. <laughs> all right, so so Justin's talking about popcorn all day and night. And he's just texting me all the time, like, hey, you want to come over and have some popcorn? I'm like, Justin, come on. And he's like, and now he's like, hey, we're going to do a popcorn episode. It's Colonel Thursday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'll be a sergeant and I'll be a colonel. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so recently I saw on Reddit, um, just like someone popping popcorn out of a beer can, and they like cut a hole in the side of the beer can and put kind of like I don't know. You'll check it out on our socials. But um, so I was able to pop popcorn using kernels, a beer can, and uh, a little bit of oil. Hmm. I had to pour some oil out. Really, be so. This is not butter and salted, right? It's not, but, well, it's uh, it's oiled. Yeah. I just want to taste, you know, the texture, the flufficity. Flufficity. <laughs> Mouthfeel. <laughs> well, it's a good kernel. Maybe even better. <laughs> <laughs> so for um, my dad's Christmas present last year, I got him a box from Willem Sonoma, and it had, uh, I believe, 12 different types of kernel. So there's like blue, you know, like blue corn kernels, mm-hmm. and there was like 12 different kinds. And they're all supposed to pop differently. So some of them have, like, they pop bigger. Some of them are fluffier. That Christmas present was made for your family. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll also tell you. So every year our family gets together in Albany, uh-huh. and we have a $5 kind of white elephant gift exchange. Um, it's kind of something that we do instead of getting everybody a gift. So mm-hmm. we do this $5 thing. That's way easier. Every year there is a tin-shaped present that is a multi-popcorn tin <laughs> Yeah, when that someone has, picks up the it, present and you know it's like the tin, yeah. you're like, yep. this is yeah. the popcorn it's one. It's the popcorn. <laughs> Everybody knows because usually every year at the Wisman Christmas, there's at least one. Is it called the, the Wismas at that point or what? <laughs> well, that's a good you know, I, we it. haven't patented it, but that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> so with your uh, 
jocularity at our popcorn. My what? <laughs> jocularity. What's that mean? Are you calling me a jock? No. Oh, okay. You read too many books, man. Say there, it. I it's said it. by John Muir. <laughs> saying as a joke. Yeah. I want to run through the <laughs> Um. So you don't eat a lot of popcorn then? First of all, I'm offended. <laughs> I like popcorn. I definitely don't eat it in the frequency that you do. Mm-hmm. And we'll just leave it at that. I think I eat popcorn an okay amount. I don't have like a popper. You just like... <laughs> Everyone has a popper. Yeah, Andy you didn't said, have a toaster. Yeah, Andy was... You don't have a microwave. But for the popcorn episode, you whipped out the biggest damn bowl I've ever seen. <laughs> and a Orville brand popcorn popper. <laughs> It's like a welcome home gift. <laughs> yeah. It's like the security blanket of the West. <laughs> yep. So my friend, Alex, who I've talked about, mm-hmm. growing Shout up in high school, I always would make popcorn at his house, right? Mm-hmm. Every time I go over, I'm like, where's the popcorn? <laughs> and we'd make the popcorn. Popcorn in the microwave is a very delicate process. Craft. <laughs> there's like, you go a little step over and it's burnt, and then you go too much, and then there's like too many unpopped kernels. So there's mm-hmm. a very, like, if you hit the popcorn setting on the thing, it never works right on the microwave. You've got to go, you got to hit it for, like, five, six minutes, and then you got to really wait and listen for the pops. So right. in my younger years, you know, you're 15, 16, you're not, like, uh, too attuned to the popcorn pops. Tunes. So I burned popcorn in their microwave a couple times. Um, a couple times, like, meaning <laughs> no. so much that he was banned from making popcorn so in their, their microwave. Their microwave burnt out or broke, and they blamed it on me making so much popcorn, which that's I don't not, think it was tied. That's got to be But then yeah. they were like, you can't make popcorn in our popcorn. You're just going to burn popcorn. It became this like legend of me blowing up their microwave because of my popcorn. But I got a present from him that was a 50-pound bag of popcorn kernels oh and, and a fire extinguisher. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And... uh I don't know if it. popcorn kernels go bad, but we're eating some of those kernels <laughs> How from old are these 2010. <laughs> 10 years. These are 10-year-old kernels? Mm-hmm. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Justin didn't even wait for me to like judge it. He was like, nope, these are good. They these? are. They're good. Good. Did you taste a 10-year tang? Uh-uh. No. Mm-mm. Have you guys ever had popcorn at like a restaurant? So like Tully's gives you a thing of popcorn. Um, Do you like their popcorn? It's not bad. Um... <laughs> Later in the night, though, you got to be careful with the popcorn because cool. they'll sit there, and then you'll have beer-soaked popcorn Ugh. at the bottom. Yeah, a wet kernel is not, not good. No, it's like, not. have you ever gotten water or any sort of liquid onto a popcorn? What do you mean? Instantly, like uh, someone spills their beer in the little. This has happened several times. Tray. Yeah, because you'll be you'll be like <laughs> going through the the popcorn, and it'll be really like damp at the bottom. It's like okay, someone spilled. Like spilled it like on your time after they've already served you the popcorn. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. So it's kind of on you and your friends. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm not saying put the, the kitchen on staff anyone, is like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Whoopsie daisy. Sink water. They'll eat it anyways. <laughs> okay. So it's kind of like a personal recommendation in terms of popcorn safety. Yep. Wow. <laughs> so these kernels pop pretty well, I would say. The, be- the beer. Could you ones. pass yeah, could you pass some of Andy's? Did you try any yet? Andy's kernels? No. That's pretty good. Mm. Those are crisper than those. They are crisper. Very nice. That was small batch. That's small but see, <laughs> you're judging <laughs> on buttered popcorn to buttered popcorn. I've got to say, Andy, this is pretty good for uh, for amateur work. For for beer? Uh, <laughs> Excuse me. For I'm beer sorry. can popcorn. Beer can. Well, is it the beer can? You think that had something to do with it? No, I rinse this thing out a lot. Okay. Well, you used what? Fosters. Fosters. Okay. Yeah, Australian for beer. I don't really like Fosters, but I 
took one to make the popcorn because it had a nice wide base. Have you ever used the, you know, the, like the little popcorn poppers that come with the handle and they're like flat? I almost mm-hmm. bought one for yep. today. I don't think I've ever seen those work. People used to bring them to campfires and I said that they never worked, but someone got it to work. I think you've got to get the heat right. I think the heat is like Mm -hmm. a very, like if you don't get it right, it's just not going to work. There's too many variables. It's a cursed popcorn method. Mm -hmm. But I think it's similar to what you're doing because it's in aluminum when you're holding it over a heat, right? And the aluminum heats. But that method has like, it's got some compression to it, right? That was pretty much, my my beer can method was pretty much an open system. Yeah. Like the other one, like the, what is it You kind of made like a little hole in a slide for the popcorn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was gingerly letting it out into the world saying... Hey, guy, come on. <laughs> Just kind of hanging it over mm-hmm. people's heads. It's like our next drink. Yeah. So, leaning into that, <laughs> we'll uh, take a break. We'll get another drink. We will um, have another, a little bit more popcorn and uh, in different flavors. So, all right. We'll be right back uh, with a drink and more popcorn. All right, some bye. popcorn music. Popcorn music. <laughs> bye. Hey, we're back, uh, and we got some drinks and some more popcorn here. So, should I describe what this drink is? Uh, let's sip it first. Yeah, let's. We'll take a little sip, and it's in a martini glass. It's good. It's pretty good. It's appley. It's oaky. Would you say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what this drink is called is it's called the Washington Apple, and this is, I guess, a pretty popular drink, and you can order it at bars. Um, it's supposed to have Crown Royale in it or Canadian whiskey. I did not have it, and I didn't feel like buying Crown Royale just for this. So it says like you can you can use any whiskey. Isn't it just Crown Royal? Royale. Uh, <laughs> maybe not. It's just Crown Royal, guys. Oh. So it's supposed We're to be Crown Royal. We're just making it more fancy than it is. <laughs> yeah. Crown Royale. You're just making it sound like a Bond movie. Mm-hmm. I've called it Crown Royale my whole life. And I'm sorry. Crown Royale. <laughs> that was me at like three. You're I like, do you say. have any Crown Royale? And they're like, nope. no. No. We just have Crown Royal, and why are you three in a liquor store unattended? <laughs> so it's supposed to have Crown Royale. No, um, it's not. It's supposed to have Crown Royal. <laughs> it's supposed to have Crown Royal. That sounds so weird to say. Yeah, I know. Did yeah, you feel like a my whole life. saying it? Yeah. Crown Royal. Crown. <laughs> <laughs> so it's supposed to have that in it. But it says you can, you know, use any whiskey. Canadian whiskeys usually have... A little bit more rye in it. So I was going to use a rye, but I didn't have that either. So I just use a Jim Beam bourbon, just a standard bourbon. So, I mean, if you're in America, it's pretty easy to grab a bourbon. So, and mm-hmm. they might make it for you with a bourbon if you're in America. I mean, it's pretty easy to get. Crown United Royal, States though. specifically. Yeah. United Can- States. Look, Canada's in America. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Fair point. So yeah, it's got, I put Jim Beam in it, but yep. it usually has Crown Royal. It's got some... Sour apple liqueur or sour apple schnapps, nice. if you will. Mm-hmm. And then it has some cranberry juice. And they're all even pours. So one ounce, I did one ounce of each. I couldn't pick out the cranberry juice, to be honest. Me neither. It like made More it just, apple. It just made it become the sour so apple. So cranberry juice has a aftertaste to it, like a tartness on your tongue. And that I can taste. It kind of like mm-hmm. yeah. dries your tongue a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know really what that is, but like I can an, taste it. An astringent. Yeah, I can taste yeah. the effects of the cranberry juice, but I the sour apple schnapps is like pretty uh, potent. So why don't they call it a Washington crapple <laughs> or Jim crapple at this point? This is a Jim crapple. <laughs> I don't think anyone would drink that. Would they? A cranple, maybe? 
With the names that some drinks are, I'm sure the... A Jim Crapple would A Jim Crapple would be, okay. (laughs) So we are (laughs) drinking a Jim Crapple. A Jim Crapple, please. It's pretty good. It's supposed to be garnished with an apple, um, but I didn't put an apple. Garnished with an apple? Like a little apple slice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you if you made a holiday version of this, throw a little cinnamon stick in there. Mm-hmm. Now you're making money. So this right? is so yeah. it's a it's a take on a the reason it's in the martini glass is because it's a modified uh, apple teeny kind of nice. So you're kind of taking an apple teeny and adding a little so bit just, of. You said Washington. Juice. That's what the drink is called, the cocktail. So if you went and ordered a Washington apple, this is what they would give you. Only it would probably be the Crown Royal version. So we're just three dudes sipping on apple teenies and with a crap ton of um, popcorn. popcorn. <laughs> so speaking of a crap ton Standard of popcorn, version. we have a lot of popcorn. So we got some extra flavors here. So I got some. I picked up some white cheddar because I think that's like a classic. Gross. <laughs> Brian apparently doesn't like white cheddar. So I every time I get like the white cheddar Cheez-Its. Have you ever had white cheddar Cheez-Its, Andy? Oh, yeah. Oh, gross. they're pretty good, right? Yeah. Brian says they're gross. I'm a smart Original. I'm a purist when I, I guess when it comes to my popcorn and my Cheez-Its. It's just the original. So you're not a fan? For some reason. I I can do white cheddar a little bit, but so it's just question. the butter and salt. That's Here's a question. What's the difference between white cheddar and cheddar? Uh, it's not just color. It's color. This is a totally different taste, though. Nope. It's color. That's it? That's it. Justin's looking He doesn't believe you. <laughs> no. My I remember a distinct <laughs> point in time where my mom used to buy original Cheez-Its and switched to white cheddar Cheez-Its. Because I think my dad liked them. You didn't never come out of your room for a week. No, you're right. <laughs> you're like, and it's the same with popcorn. <laughs> you're like, slide, slide the regular Cheez-Its into the, under the door. Nothing else. <laughs> I want to see the yellow, not the white. It's awesome. <laughs> that doesn't seem like there's much of a difference. <laughs> so why is there, Andy is right. <laughs> but why is there cheddar Cheez-Its and white cheddar Cheez-Its and the white cheddar Cheez-Its taste completely different? Because white cheddar is trash. No, but there's got to be a flavor difference. It's the man. White is not a flavor. <laughs> it's the man. Yeah. Let's taste. Don't Google the man. All right. Are you Googling uh, the man? No, I just. <laughs> What's it? Why does white cheddar taste different than yellow cheddar? <laughs> Why? That's a there's preference. There's no difference in taste when comparing white and yellow cheddar of the same age asterisk. The only difference is the annatto food coloring. So to answer your question, there is no difference. Okay. I think, I mean, the big difference between white cheddar Cheez-Its and quote-unquote regular Cheez-Its is the dusting. It's the, yeah, it's the way it's, it's the prepared. Dust, right? Yeah, because there's no dusted cheddar Cheez-Its. It's, Correct. But right. the white cheddar is dusted, but they taste different. If you took both those Cheez-Its, I guess we got to do an episode on it. Yellow no, white? versus white? We, we don't have to, <laughs> but we may. <laughs> We're not committing ourselves. Yeah. If it's a dry season, then we might do it. <laughs> do we go back to that white, yellow? No, we're not there yet. We're not We're not at rock bottom. <laughs> okay, so you guys want to hear about the history of popcorn? Absolutely. Yeah. And so I'm kind, of, uh, I'm kind of a little nervous that I'm if you educating s- you. Guys. I was going to say, if you see the name Wisman anywhere in there, don't be surprised. Uh, I'll, I'll, or Alden. Uh, so the quintessential pop, pop, pop heard throughout the kitchen at <laughs> My Popcorn Kitchen. Okay, so that's this is from MyPopcornKitchen.com. Okay. Do you guys own this? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> Do you guys own <laughs> I just had to ask. It's a perfect treat. Oh, my gosh. This is like making a drink recipe. Is there a Wikipedia? <laughs> Yeah, maybe I should just go to the Wikipedia. While Andy's looking it up, so we got two different dusting flavors, right? Andy seasoned some of the popcorn that we've made. He bought, um, these are Colonel Seasons. 
And there's like a little smiley face on it with like a train conductor hat. And we got nacho cheddar. And what was that one? Kettle corn. Kettle corn. I don't know How if you know. How can be a flavor? Look at it. And you know what? Not only is kettle corn a flavor, but it, Isn't try it, the it on way? pancakes, toast, and yogurt too. <laughs> Isn't that the way the it's made? They, so, they didn't say the, to try the um, the cheddar well, kettle one. Corn, <laughs> kettle corn <laughs> is very kidding. sweet. It's a more of a yes. sweeter corn. So, yeah. Brian, I've never talked to you about this. Are you a fan of sweet no, popcorn? Not at all. So there's the well, kettle corns. On. Kettle corns and the caramel corn, caramel popcorn. Yep. Um, I've never been a big fan of caramel popcorn. There is caramel. I like caramel popcorn. I like the very, very like distinct sweet popcorn. Like. There's actually a place here in Syracuse that does a lot of different types or flavors mm-hmm. called Ma and Pa's, Ma and Pa's Popcorn or something like that. That's the place I was telling you about. Yeah. Um, but then Mom and Dad, where did they go? Way out west. It was called like Buddha, Buddha's Popcorn. Oh, popcorn Buddha or popcorn something Popcorn like Buddha had like a hundred yeah. and some odd flavors. And my mom would get dill all the time, which out of all the flavors, I don't know why she picked that one. Um, but anyways, the very sweet popcorn. So there's like, you know, caramel. There's this like... I think it's Target that makes it this drizzle corn, it's called. It's like this chocolate. Yeah. It's called like, has like chocolate and white chocolate and all this like stuff in it. And it's really, really good. Drizzle so, corn sounds like a street name for a drug. So I mean, it's. Y'all it's got close. that? Y'all got that drizzle corn? corn? <laughs> you got that drizzle corn? So thinking of. Uh, Dude, you know I do. You know I'm holding uh, You know I'm going to look it up. <laughs> we, uh, we were at the mall once. And uh, what's, the, what's the place in the mall called? The popcorn place? Where the guy jumped over the counter. What? Oh. <laughs> Where the guy jumped over the counter? Like kettle corns or something like that. Yeah. Kettle corns is not the name of it. <laughs> Can I, let me talk about the history while you yeah, look up ahead, the name of the book. Popcorn <laughs> is a variety of corn kernel which expands and puffs up when heated. The same names are used to refer to the food stuff produced by the expansion. <laughs> so that was a that was a very philosophical way to describe popcorn. Mm-hmm. But it should be between 14 to 20% moisture, which turns to steam as the kernel is heated. And some strains of corn are cultivated specifically as popping corns. Hmm. The Zaya maize variety Everta, a special kind of flint corn, is the most common of these. Of course. So obviously corn was domesticated about 10,000 years ago in what is now Mexico. Um, but through the 19th century, popping of the kernels was achieved by hand on stovetops. And kernels were, were sold on the east coast of the United States under the no- names such as pearls or nonpareil. The term popped corn first appeared in John Russell Bartlett's 1848 Dictionary of Americanisms. <laughs> Popcorn is an ingredient in Cracker Jack, and in the early oh, years the of the Jack. product, it was popped uh. by hand. Popcorn's accessibility increased rapidly in the 1890s with Charles Creter's invention of the popcorn maker. Creter's, a Chicago candy store owner, you said your family's from Iowa, not too far off yeah. think about it created a number of steam-powered machines for roasting nuts and applied the technology to the corn kernels anyway. so should we try some of this popcorn but during the great depression yes, you have. can pop or you can you can eat it during the great depression popcorn was fairly inexpensive at five to ten cents a bag and became popular thus while other businesses failed the popcorn business popped no <laughs> it, it says thrived but i just said oh. instead it became a source of income for many struggling farmers Sugar rations diminished during World War II, and candy production diminished, and Americans compensated by eating three times as much popcorn as they had before, a.k.a. the Wisman era. <laughs> <laughs> the snack was popular at the theaters, uh, to much to the initial di- displeasure of many of the theater owners who thought it distracted from the films. So, Andy didn't want me to put any butter on this. 
He wanted me to just put the powder on and shake it up. I think the powder just kind of dropped to the bottom. No, there's some kernels. I can see. You gotta, well, you gotta I just I just pow- repowdered. It's definitely not as good. I just repowdered. No, I'm not a fan of powdered. You got the I don't think I could right? put that on pancakes and be like, oh, well, <clears throat> kettle corn. I think they're just trying to like diversify. Like they're they're like it's sweet and you can put it on some things. It just kind of tastes like general sweetness with like maybe like a little bit of vanilla to it, maybe a little bit of caramel flavor. I wonder if these are like healthier options because it's just like a hint of cheese and a hint of sweetness. It's not like um. Dude, you're trying to say that cheese is unhealthy? No, I'm just saying it's not like a super cheesy piece of popcorn or super sweet. It's like a very subtle hint. These are not good. No. All right, <coughs> open uh, that bag. The white cheddar. What is that? What's the brand? Farm. <laughs> farmer John's white cheddar, third generation popcorn farmer, OG trans fat. I'm kidding. Zero grams of trans fat. OG. It's got that OG trans fat, which I love. Preservative whole free. grain, preservative free. Net weight ten ounces, but this is a big bag. Now is be. that bag not even sealed? Is it just twist tied? <laughs> you tell me you bought it, right? Right. <laughs> Did you not inspect this bag before? And that was kind of a that tie it was, was, very, that was a, a loose. Yeah, so yeah. I bought this from Wegmans, and that was a loose tie. <laughs> we'll have Andy try it first. Make sure it's. Yeah. Uh, is there a razor blade in there? That's weird. It's good. Honestly, it is good. That <laughs> mm, was good. Gross. Save some for the rest of us. Just. I love white cheddar. It's good. It's good. It's good, Brian. <laughs> You're conflicted because I am conflicted. This is actually pretty good white cheddar popcorn. You're kind of self-hating yeah. right now. <laughs> That's very good. You're like, why haven't I given it a chance? And it's no, coated, I just it's need not... to thank Farmer John. <laughs> yeah, it's not too powdery. It says eighty or sorry, twenty-eight servings per package, or it also says four Wismans. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which is a standard quantity. I think that whole size is industry. one cup. That's I think that's ridiculous. That's like a handful. <laughs> I think that large bag. Could fit in my one popcorn bowl. <laughs> I have no doubt that it could. Which means I'm regularly eating 28 servings of popcorn. <laughs> yeah, but your, yours is probably a little more healthy. This is that's very unhealthy. I will tell you that that is not a standard white cheddar popcorn. No, you don't think so? Uh uh-uh. uh Because you like it? Yep. Yeah, it's good. All right, can we talk really quick about nomenclature of the popped corn? There's mushrooms and there's butterflies, guys. Wait, what? Huh? There's mushrooms. <laughs> This is a mushroom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen those. Right. This is a mushroom. It's kind of more like the. It kind of looks. So pop, I, popcorn. I think those look like brains. They look kind of like brains. Yep. Yeah. And then something that's more just kind of generally flared out, kind of this one. So for the for listener, sure. Andy's talking about the way the kernels pop. Yes. So there's either, either like ones that look like open hands, or there's like brains. Mm-hmm. Um, two. There's only two kinds. That's what they're saying, right? So it's kind of like chicken wings. Uh-huh. You got the flats. Or the what's the other one? Wings. So yeah. they do. So they wings so and butterfly or snowflake, yeah. right? So uh, a snowflake or butterfly, and flakes are irregular in shape and have a number of protruding wings. <laughs> <laughs> um, mushroom flakes are largely ball shaped with few wings. Not to get off topic too much, but the chicken wings you can order all flats. <laughs> so when I went to I went to the hop it's spot. It's more expensive. I went to the hop spot downtown, I think it is. and I got some duck wings. What? Those were delicious. Now, the duck wings only came in drumsticks, and they're also larger. Well, that's a benefit. It's a, and it's a darker meat. Would you consider it to be a dark wing duck? <laughs> so, we got this last flavor. Come back, guys. <laughs> so, How are you guys walking away from me, but we're still in the podcast? I got uh, <laughs> smart food. So, I like yeah, this smart food. I like this popcorn. Awesome. It's smart food popcorn, flaming hot. And it, I think these, this popcorn's really good. It's super addictive. It's 
hot though. I don't know if you both don't really like hot, but apparently but this is go. also white cheddar. <laughs> which when I picked it up, I'm like, oh, there's it's a white cheddar too. It's just a hot white cheddar. So hot I was reading the ingredients now to see what makes it hot. Yeah. There's no pepper in it. There's no there's nothing that I can see in the ingredients that makes it hot. I was expecting like a cayenne or a jalapeno yeah. or uh Does it say natural flavors? Yeah, that covers a lot of That's the yep. ghost pepper. Yep. There it <laughs> That's is. That's ghost pepper right there. So uh try some. Do we need okay. to have another drink? Because I'm out. This is very red. Yes. We need another need Tito's another and Cran. So, Holy shit, that's hot right from the get-go. Should I not eat a handful? Should I do the one? No, no, no. The one? You do what you've been doing for your <laughs> entire know, life. Go I like you're setting me up here. Man, I eat so much of this stuff. Right? That's pretty hot. I taste like vomit. <laughs> mm. Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> it is very acidic. It's so good. <laughs> it is good. I brought this to a party and everyone was like... <laughs> Brian's drinking my drink. <laughs> mm. Ugh. That's but disgusting. I couldn't tell you what That's was That's not it. smart food at all. So this is flaming That's... hot white cheddar is here. Other snacks can now go. You want to take like a little uh, uh, pop After break? And, uh... Sorry. Uh, Vomit corn. <laughs> yeah, we'll take a break. I was trying to look up the origins of the Washington apple. Uh-huh. And it says, the first apple tree in Washington was planted in 1826 mm. in Vancouver. <laughs> That's not what I was. Where did apples at. come from originally? Uh, Washington in 1826 from Vancouver. No, they don't. <laughs> Andy, huh? Brian said it was vomit. Did you like the <laughs> flaming hot white cheddar? Can't taste the cheddar at all. No, that's why I didn't know it was white cheddar until I bought it today, and I was specifically looking at the bag because mm-hmm. we're doing the podcast. I'm like, oh, I didn't know this was white cheddar. You know why this is white cheddar and then flaming hot? It's because they already had a ton of white cheddar in their factory, and yeah. then they just added hot. <laughs> they just poured Frank's it. red hot sauce uh-huh. in the bag, and- or they're like, not to, even. They're trying like, to draw this isn't you even in, like a quality hot sauce. Well, white cheddar is such like a like. There's a lot of people that just like white cheddar things. Guilty as charged. Yeah. So if it's like white Gross. cheddar, it's like ooh yum. And we're back to the cheese discussion. <laughs> so it's like if they slap white cheddar on there, you know, if it's just hot, say they made like jalapeno popcorn or cayenne popcorn, it's not going to sell as good. But if they make white cheddar, which everyone likes, well, most people like, and then they make that a little hotter, I think it's a better selling point. So smart food flaming hot, not good. Farmer John's white cheddar. V good. Very good. <laughs> so we should get something else to drink because my lips are kind of like on fire. Bernie, right now. you want just just cranberry juice? How about a cranberry juice with just a tiny bit of splash of Tito's? Tito's? All right, we'll take a break. We'll get a little bit more Tito's and cran, and then uh, the we'll close this thing out. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> And we're, we're back. back. <laughs> mm, this hot popcorn is great. No, it's hot not. It's not. Gross. So good. You're like, I call it hot corn. <laughs> hot corn. <laughs> That's a good name for it. Got Sounds my like hot corn today. Or it's like a So we got a little more sexy corn. Cran. I'm still working on like two hour old fosters. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Andy and I so have our second. There was a time I had like a beer. <clears throat> right. And then I think I had drinking too much or something like that. And like, I only had drinking half of it. And I went to bed, and I was like, the next afternoon, you didn't I, drink I saw that half class of the beer from Gross. the previous day. I'm like, eh. <laughs> when was this? What beer this was, was it? This was a couple years ago. <laughs> oh, this wasn't like a post-podcast? No, this okay. wasn't like, yeah, no. Uh-huh. It was a couple years ago. It was only marginally gross. Did you put it in the fridge? <laughs> no, I just drank it lukewarm. Okay, so you guys had a podcast, right? <laughs> We're going to talk about this. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just erase it from history. Did it hit? It was never published. There's some hidden episode somewhere on someone's like laptop. Two or three 
unreleased episodes. So what was it about? The premise of it was <laughs> Brian, especially, but me also, will get into something for like one week or two weeks. You know, like, oh, I'm really into this game or I'm really into like this new hobby. Oh, I'm collecting stamps this week or mm-hmm. I'm collecting quarters Please or, you, you know, like something like that. Stamps. Did you guys collect stamps? I no. did a long time ago. Did you? You collected stamps? Yeah. Like, I, know, I remember Brian seeing him like with like a tub of water, like soaking the envelopes into the. There's a whole process. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah, you like to get the. Are you for real? To get the yeah. stamp off the envelope and preserve its like health. Which is weird that Justin knows because he's never removed a single stamp in his life. No, I, but he I, knows I, the process. <laughs> well, he watched your you labors. Yeah, you can't like Maybe tear he was a, a little jealous. You about can't it. tear a rare stamp off an envelope. You can't. No, it'll just rip, or it'll <laughs> leave like paper residue. So, anyways, well, <laughs> so. <laughs> This podcast is supposed to be not like fads of pop culture, but fads in our life. <laughs> the current trending. Like what was going on from week to week in our lives as our interests gained and waned. Ebbed and flowed. Yeah. We tried like different segments. Uh-huh. I think one of the season or one of the episodes we had was just random questions to ask people. Like the would you rathers. What are icebreakers? Icebreaker questions, I think. What do you guys think icebreaker questions would be? It kind of depends on, like, what you're trying to, like, who you're talking to, you know? Close friends, strangers. Work people. Picking up someone at the bar. Yeah. And they're All like, different. why are you literally, like, physically lifting me at the bar? And you're like, well. Wow. You're like, hey, so what's, you're you're like, like, hey what's your favorite color? <laughs> you think someone would, like, find it humorous or think it's funny and it would break the ice if you walked up with a huge, like, clump of ice with a hammer and just started breaking it and just told them that you were breaking the ice? <laughs> Would you think that would lead into like a funny conversation and like maybe a night on the town Restra- or relationship? Maybe or would it be like, yeah, or the opposite. Like, please get away from me with your ice cube. I don't know. Probably we should try it. <laughs> let's uh, let's go live. But I, I think the um, I think the pond is big enough in Syracuse to pull some shit like that. You know, absolutely. You just have like a. I had to drive around in like an ice cream truck though, because to keep the cubes of ice. The test cubes. Are you talking cold. about a like a, a, I'm a legitimate like a glass no, cube? Something that I could like chisel. Oh, it's like a yeah, ice cream truck might not be necessary. Let's just go with a cooler. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe a cooler would suffice, right? <laughs> That's a good idea, right? Just rhythmically rhythmically chipping away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> not breaking eye contact. That'd be the only thing that you're not breaking. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Don't do that. <laughs> So let's recap before we close out. Mm-hmm. Andy, this is the first time you ever had Wisman popcorn. Did you approve of the homemade popcorn? It was fine. <laughs> fine? Fine? Oh. <laughs> um, your butter and salt ratio to popcorn was good. Perfect? Nay? But it, it was tough because I was making a half batch. So it's a little out of my element. <laughs> I wasn't making a full bowl. I really think the expertise <laughs> comes after fifty years of being in the Westman. Really? Wow. Yeah, we're not we're not true experts yet either. No. Still working. But if you're making craft. a full bowl, I usually use about half a stick of butter. Would you say you're a popcorn journeyman? I'm a journeyman. Yeah. But I'm I'm reaching expertise. You've like taken boards. You saw me license. uh curling the popcorn in the bowl. I did. I did. But um we can we can all agree I think that the powders were right out. The what? The powders uh-huh. that we put on there. I think definitely you need to oil or butter so that the powder sticks because it kind of just floated to the bottom. But even the ones that have powder on it that I'm eating right now, they taste very fake. They taste yeah, they taste fake and cheap. Yeah. We also can agree Big that puppy. white cheddar <laughs> and regular cheddar taste the same. 
I, I still don't think white cheddar and yellow cheddar taste the same. That's the next episode. Oh my god. Blindfolded Justin. Just cheddar all across the table. <laughs> and you're going to guess which is white and colorful cheddar. I'm going to make red cheddar for that occasion. That'll throw me way off. No, it won't. <laughs> this is red cheddar. <laughs> that That's is spicy. disgusting cheddar. Yeah. So then we moved on to white cheddar and hot white cheddar. Farmer John's was great. It's really, really good white cheddar popcorn. I really like this hot white cheddar but from Smart Foods, but I don't know. I couldn't tell you what the spice is because it doesn't say. Uh, I think the spice is red 40. <laughs> <laughs> Coloring. Artificial <laughs> flavor number 12. That's, that's it. Like, that's the only thing that's Can on I- there. Ask how you picked Farmer John's. Was it the risk that it was loosely wrapped or loosely sealed? And you're like, I'm going to take a gamble on that bag. It was very or, loosely sealed. If you like living on the edge, get some Farmer John's because it was not sealed at all. It was loosely zipped. From, twist tie. from the twist tie, tie to the top of the package was literally a half an inch. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Easily accessible by bugs or Anything. terrorists. Fingers. Toddlers. <laughs> like, nice. What was your favorite popcorn? Overall, butter and salt. Yeah, That's butter and salt, homemade. It's you can't top it. It doesn't get old. You know. Did you guys like the Washington apple? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was very nice. Good. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a good drink. I yeah. liked it. And the sour apple schnapps is pretty cheap. And the cranberry. How much juice. do you think it would go for at a bar? I would say it's like a seven dollar cocktail. Yeah, mm. not too much. I was gonna say nine dollars. Really? Depending on I if guess, it's Jim Beam or if yeah, it's, the Crown Royal. Yeah, weird I'm, Crown sorry Royal. I'm sorry I killed it. I'm sorry I killed every. Have you always said Crown Royale? Crown Royale. $9 if it's Crown Royale. (laughs) Only seven if it's Crown Royale. Two bucks for the E. (laughs) Okay, I think it's all been good. Andy now knows that popcorn runs in my blood. I didn't know that before this episode, really. I know, when I opened up the cupboard with like the popcorn maker, Andy was like, you have that (laughs) and not a toaster? (laughs) It's a staple of every household. That's not true. We don't have one in our house. You don't? Anyone out there that is like heading to a wedding and they don't know what to buy? Popcorn makers are a good one. Let, let me just. And the popcorn ag- maker has to come with a large bowl because there's a like wide spread of where the popcorn's going to go when mm-hmm. it comes out of the popper. So you need like a big enough basin for even like the stray shoots to still make it into the bowl. I will agree. Popcorn maker over ice cream maker. One hundred percent. True. Homemade ice cream I hear is really, really good, though. I know we're going to get some uh, dairy, you know? It's true. Maybe we should do a homemade ice cream episode. Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to get some use out of that. Yeah. Homemade ice cream and a blind cheddar test. Oh, my gosh. Is there a difference between white and yellow ice cream? All right. Well, that's all the time we have (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening today. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can find this episode and others like it on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a bunch of other places. And you go to our website at www.snackdownpod.com. And you can call us and leave us a message at 315-313-5456. Thanks. And uh, thanks for the support and for listening to us. And go eat some popcorn. Yeah. And uh, while you're at it, just kind of pop in on one of our social media accounts. Yeah. Am I right, guys? Pop. Give us a little shout out. Pop, pop. Sip up on a Washington apple or a Tito's and Cran. And uh, take care of yourselves and each other. <laughs> you and that. The Jerry Springer clothes. I've cut that out of like three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Snack you later. All right, guys. Goodbye.
Canada. Here we are. We're popping popcorn. Like, no way. No way. 